But strangely enough, there's left in the world today an area as big as the United States that's never been seen by a human being. The best is yet to come. We have such a plethora of, of, of creative souls in, in this community. So I love that we're all creating, we're all contributing to all these different people that have different ways of waking up. Houston, we have a problem. We uh, destroyed that technology. People should not be walking around with masks. That stuff is flat. There's your flu. Last year. Here's your flu this year. Literally doesn't even exist. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Hibbler Effect. Today on the show, musician... You guys know him as Conspiracy Music Guru, Mr. Alex Michael. Thank you for coming on to the Hitler Effect, Alex. Welcome. Thank you very much. Pleasure to be asked, mate. And thanks for asking me to do the uh, the level soundtrack, man. It was an honor because, yes. uh, you know, I, I like the other two. And I thought that he's going he's gonna to ask me at some point. He, he better. He better fucking ask me. <laughs> <laughs> but well, no, you I know- did and... I'm glad we were introduced. I mean, along the way, you know, I I knew who you were. I knew of your stuff. And I I just, you know, it was one of those things where I don't I don't really know him. So I just kind of stayed in my lane. But once this new film came out, I'm like, you know what? I need to I need to get out of my lane and let me go out and see who else is out here to help this project. And you were so uh, just all about it right away. Whatever, whatever. Let's do it. Let's do it. And my time, my my communication skills were terrible during those moments. So I'm sure you were just kind of sitting on your phone like, is he going to say anything? What's going on? Am I doing something? What, what what should it be about? What's going on? So I apologize for that, man. I was extremely busy, but you you did it. You The turnaround time was so fast and all of a sudden, you just like, here, man, here's the song. Here's a, 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 you gave me a sample of the song, and I was like, whoa! like okay i was like this is gonna be epic man how long did it take you to write the uh the single level with me oh i guess it took me a couple of days really and it took many different turns really in in terms of genre i was going to go for the real heavy sort of metallica sort of style which i love i've got a kind of a a, a bit of a passion a bit i've had a bit of a love affair with the heavy guitar i like that stuff but not everybody does so i kind of backed off in uh, on the shouting too much i tried some different voices and um now the reason i was pestering you is like because i'm a bit of a perfectionist i'm like you know (laughs) where's it going to be used how's it going to be used what kind of vibe do you want blah 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 but you kind of just went just make me something that's not country I was like, well, what, what, what if i do some drum and bass or some irish folk or so it's like, i'll tell you what and i thought I'll, I'll do i'll do something heavy like heavy ish you know that had a nice guitar riff to it that a nice chorus and i wanted level with me to be the chorus because that's the title of the film obviously so you nailed it man a, you nailed yeah, it 
Thank you, brother. Once once I got my head around it and I, you know, I tried some different voices, you know, it's the same with any song. You keep doing it and you keep doing it until you go, yes, that's it. When I get goosebumps, I'm like, right, when it hits me, when I'm like, yes, I'm when I'm really pleased with it, then I can go, right, now you can listen to it because that's the best I can do kind of thing. Hey, man, we got great feedback. Um, you know, I, I, I hear it all. I hear it almost every day since the film came out. Like they love that song. And right. is it on Spotify? Is it on iTunes? It's like, yeah, go get it. Go, go, go listen to it in the car and, and share the song. And, um, you know, I appreciate it. It's a great track. And yeah, I, I was, I'll admit, I'll admit, I, I was just like, no country, you know, it's not, not my thing. Um, it's not my I, thing either. That, that, that's, the, that's where people get confused. <laughs> People think because I've released the country album that I'm into country. I'm not. I can't stand country. My wife likes it. But because of the message that I wanted to get across, like country is a good – I can't take country seriously. It's a comedic genre, which is why I used it. And it's great for spoken word. And for the kind of thing I was doing, you know, that, that catchy chorus, the fiddle and everything, and this, that stupid voice that goes like – it was just like very childlike. But it was also if you remove the comedic layer and the music, you throw that aside, then there's some paradigm-shattering information that can change your life. And uh, fortunately, a lot of people can do that. But, you know, some people would just see it on a comedic level – just, you know, and a, a country song or whatever. But you and I know both that there's way, way more to it than that. Well, yeah, I mean, you put it out there, uh, obviously, to get the truth out. But in terms of adapting, um, the audience adapting to the style of music, you were waking up people with with the lyrics, you know. So it, it's it, it goes hand in hand with music can change the world. And music um, is something that... Uh, every almost everyone in the world loves and they receive information from music you know our whole lives we were brainwashed from music right and there's things that we probably say in our day-to-day -day lives that came from music um and we just don't even realize it yet music is very important um, but as you know our music has been demonized along the way um possibly this entire time especially when in terms of frequency the sound uh, that they're producing it the frequency they're producing it I believe it's 432 hertz or something around there. Uh, whatever it is, I know the, the record labels in the world are pushing out a frequency through music that we're not supposed to be resonating with. Mm -hmm. um, I wanted to ask you, did you know about that frequency shift that they that Hollywood and, and the mainstream has tried to, to throw on us with music and, and alter our frequencies? And are you doing anything with frequencies on your end? Yeah, absolutely. I, in about 2012, I just started getting into conspiracies, 9-11 being the catalyst that got me into it. And me, uh, me being a musician, yeah. I don't know, I think I was talking to a spiritual holistic lady and she was talking about frequency manipulation and sent me something on it. And that just just opened Pandora's box. And it's just like, oh, my God. So this has been completely bastardized as well. It's been bastardized on so many levels. We could talk about this for hours. Uh, but that when I realised how music has been bastardised, I thought, well, well, let's make the polar opposite. So yeah. I've actually got an album. Where is it here? All, I mean, all of my stuff is in 432 hertz. Um, the powers that be, are, you know, are, have tuned it to 440. If you look at that cymatically, it's a, it's a real mess. 432. Yeah, that's what I meant, very, guys. Sorry, sorry. 440. Yeah, very, very that. coherent if you look at it in 432. So I decided to, you know, research the solfeggio healing frequencies and 432 hertz and all that sort of stuff. And I made this album maybe four years ago, which is called True, True Solfeggio. It's all in 432 hertz and it embeds 
healing frequencies in, in that album as well. And you've only got to look at the, uh, the reviews on Amazon to see what that's doing to people. And I, I, I often refer to it as, you know, the music, which is the polar opposite of what the controllers want. You know, it's a nice instrumental, calming, healing album if you want to get new age about it. And that's what I thought healing frequencies were, new age. But when you do your own experiment, you actually embed these frequencies. So they can't be heard, but they're there. Yep. And then people are having almost spiritual experience with it, with, with, with this kind of, you know, meditative music. So, um, so I've known about it for a while, so which is why I continue and always will put out everything I put out on my channel and everything I release is all in 432 hertz. And I do genuinely believe that it is a, uh, a more natural healing frequency. Yeah, it is. Um, glad you mentioned it. I, I, is that album on, that you have with the frequencies, is that on uh, Spotify by any chance? Yeah, it's on Spotify, it's on iTunes, it's on Amazon. Uh, for now, anyway, I've just been told yesterday that CD Baby are no longer producing, ironically, CDs. So I've now wow. got to find another distributor for CDs, which is a pain in the ass. So they're all going digital. That's another bastardization of music, right? You know, because when you go digital, you compress the music into mm -hmm. MP3. That rips the soul out of it. But um, anyway, yeah, I, I, I mean, I fall yeah. asleep to frequencies every night. Every single night of my life, I, I have frequencies playing. What, what I do is I have, and I will go to your album if it's on Spotify and, and add the tracks. Um, because I, every night I have an offline playlist that's built um, for sleep and frequencies. And I, I put my phone in airplane mode and I, um, start playing the playlist and go to bed and I go right on my grounding mat and I'm grounding all throughout the night. And there it is. Um, yeah, no, you know, no. So I've had, I've had lo lots of really good feedback with people saying it does help their sleep. I even had one person private message me and said that she's got chickens. And when she plays it on the CD player, the chickens start sleeping and, 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 gathering around the CD player. It's just like animals are tuned to this as well. And I've had people say, oh, my animals are really calm when I put your music on, when no other music will do. Same with their children, same with their pets. Yeah. It's a bizarre thing. I don't know what's happening on a biological cellular level there, but I mean, I, I must have sold a few thousand of these and I've gauged the feedback and I've got tons of feedback saying it did this, it did that, it did that. It's like, wow, this is, I'm tapping into something here I don't truly understand, but it's magical. It is magical and the, the proof's in the pudding. Um, you know, you, you compare, uh, I, I would say you take a, a room of a hundred people and put the, the 440 plus frequency, the Hollywood frequencies in music, and then put a room of a hundred people with, um, the 432 and see what happens. That's really the only way to, to prove it, prove it. I mean, I know it's real and I know that I get benefits from it. You've heard the feedback, you know, it's real. But in terms of scientifically proving something for someone, probably I had to do some tests like that where you're uh, monitoring 100 people at a time with different frequencies, seeing the results, seeing, you know, maybe doing brain tests, maybe doing stress tests, doing something. But I can almost guarantee that 432 and, and others, there's other frequencies that are great uh, for the hum human mind and body and spirit. But um, it would definitely show proof of it. I, I, I have no doubt about that, man. Um, well, I've got a bunch of um, uh, studies on my website, conspiracymusicguru.com. Go to the top, you'll see it says 432 hertz. Click on that and it will take you to studies. And it's a bunch of studies done by Matthew Reif, who is the grandson of Royal Raymond Reif you know, who did the frequency machine. So he's pretty into frequencies and he's done a bunch of studies and he, let, he was kind enough to let me have the PDFs and put them on my website. So there's the, there's some more proof there, you know, double blind studies, that kind of thing. So uh, for me, it's a slam dunk now, you know, I, and I don't, anyone condoning 
or, 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 or supporting the 440 frequency, you might as well be supporting the because the, the, the Rockefeller educational system or the medical system because the 440 was funded by the Rockefellers. As soon as it's got that name on it, that should be reason enough to question it. Well, like I always say, everything after 1920 is not in your best interest as a human being. Uh, Rockefeller started the Board of Education in 1920. George Lemaitre started the Big Bang Theory in 1920. 19, the, the 1920s um, was, the, the, for me, it was the turn of everything. The, it was the start of their agenda, their new world order, their, their big push for it to change our school systems, to control our education systems, to control pretty much everything step by step. And then of course you get to the forties and they start exploring. As we know, Captain Cook couldn't get in by ship, 60,000 miles. He traveled around the world, okay? Um, not the bottom of the ball. That's 12,000 miles at the most guys, 60,000 miles. So the border of our world, and then, as we know, Admiral Byrd stepped in and and went from there. They found so they probably found more land, and and they started to freak out. They started a treaty right away, and then they're like, "Let's make NASA. Let's get some Nazi traders over here and divert everyone's attention to the sky." Um, because Admiral Byrd on live TV said something he shouldn't have said. So, it, it, for me, I see this giant timeline between Rockefeller Board of Education all the way through exploration of probably inner, inner, you know, the North and the South was explored. They found stuff they didn't want public to know about. They wrapped everything that was public, so seven continents. I'm sure they were praying for only six continents, but someone found out about the seventh during that century, so they're like, fuck. Okay, so seven continents, it's all we're gonna let people know. They're gonna wrap it into a ball and push the space program at that point and stop any chance of exploration. Um, <clears throat> I've never really spoke to you about this. I don't think at least we've been on a couple shows here and there, like Manny's Manny had, you know, Dave Sheffield had a show, Manny, um, and stuff like that. And I linked with you, but what, what's your thoughts on more land? What, what's your thoughts on what's past the 60th parallel to a Alex Michael? What, what's past there? What, what's your opinion on that boss? I mean, it is, it is speculation station, but. I love to go there in my mind. I love to speculate. I think it's important to open your mind to these ideas. There's mm -hmm. a reason why they've closed it off. There's a reason why you can't go there. There's a reason why all of these countries signed this treaty, over 200 of them or whatever. There's a reason that they can all agree on this specific thing. Isn't that funny? And, you know, Admiral Byrd's comments are obviously very interesting, seeing continents the size of America past the South. It just like... Well, it, it, it does make complete sense. If they put you on a ball, it, it does then become, you know, I don't like to use the word, but it does, it's kind of an entrapment. It is a kind of a prison. If you're not allowed to go anywhere, you can't go up and you can't go out, then what is that then? Yeah, prison. Know? So it, it is a kind of a prison. It's a prison for your mind as well, as well as, as well as physical prison as well. So I would, I mean, look at the North as well. Look at all the old maps of the North Pole with the four continents, Shambhala, you know, or, or, or the Garden of Eden or whatever Mount you Maru. want to call it. Right, exactly, or Shambhala, or whatever. They yeah, call. No, the Hyper Hyperborea, and all these different different names they were called on so many different maps. And now all of a sudden, they get completely wiped off of all, of, of all the the current maps. So there's a question mark right there. So if they're hiding that, what are they hiding in the south, and what are they hiding in the north? The north is 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 such an interest to me. You know, just the Aurora Borealis is just like beckoning you. It's like you know, there's something divine there. You know, and yeah. even um, you know, just. 
thinking about Martin Kenny's work there where he was talking about the etymology of like the word compass, compass, compass. right? In Spain, we say, if you want to come in, we say pasa, pasa. It means come in, come in. So it's like compass, compass. Yeah, I dropped, I dropped that line in the next level last year when I was talking about the north and how the, the needle, I mean, the compass only points north. And I don't know where this is coming from, but I've been hearing this in the last year, like after the next level came out, there's like these globe channels that come forward and they're like, oh, all compasses point south. What are you talking about? Uh, uh, your compass is pointing north and the other compass is always pointing south. I'm like, that doesn't make any sense to me. Uh-huh. It's it's the the the, fr- the the force on my compass is only heading north. Yeah. Of course, the line opposite to north on the compass is south. I'm trying to say that there's no compass that's zzz, taking me south. That doesn't. Yeah. Uh, do you agree with that? Because I don't understand what these globe channels are acting like I was retarded in the next level for saying, you know, no compass points south. No compass points out. There's no there's no compass I've ever seen that's having this magnetic force that's saying, hey, go south now. That doesn't exist. Yeah. I don't think I've heard that compasses don't even work in Antarctica. Have you heard that? Maybe you're, you're so oh, yeah, far because away you're too, from the magnetic yeah, north. You're too far from the, from the north, you know. Yeah. It makes perfect sense why yeah. if it doesn't work or barely works at all, you're too far away from the center of the earth. And just the fact that it can work maybe a little bit, you know, maybe not all the way out to Antarctica, but somewhere in between there, that's still pretty far away from the north. So that 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 force in the center of the earth is strong and i think it's so strong that it it spits out colors you know in the sky there's something divine there and isn't it isn't it quite ironic that we have this simple mechanical device that could take us somewhere incredibly divine and no one knows about it yep and and that's the just follow it they hijacked it you know as they do everything um i'm sure i probably need to go look into this but i'm sure that the santa claus crave uh, craze that came in you know the north pole santa claus presents all this stuff i wouldn't even be surprised if that also started in the 1920s that's just my opinion obviously yeah. if i if there's no one alive today that grew up in the 1850s i can ask would you guys have christmas with santa claus shit so we have no way to verify it present day. Maybe Dave can ask Ruth what what was going on with that. Yeah. But I, it's a far-fetched opinion, guys. I'm not claiming that as fact, but I still wouldn't be shocked if all this came in around the same time because they didn't want, just like the South, and they're just hush-hush, Emerald Bird, kill him, start a treaty. So they kind of covered that. They kind of covered their tracks with the South parallels like, Dude, no one really, really knows about this. Not many people watch Longine Chronoscopes. Like, we can bury this and start a treaty and, you know, legally make sure no one even pretends to go where we just went. Um, but with the North, it's like, hmm, is there a treaty in the North? Well, no, not really. But good luck trying to go there. And I, I've looked at people's, you know, they I, I don't know whether they're shills or not, but they're acted like they went to the North Pole and they had the story of their you know, from A to Z and they got there and I, and I look at their video or their documents or something and it looks all bullshit to me. It's like, where's your evidence of any of this stuff? So all obviously stuff is national geographic, right? It's always usually yeah. a national geographic documentary that shows these people, you know, that, that, that are taking a lone trip to the North pole, but yet there's a drone camera following them behind. It's like, Oh, come on. But, but people, if you put it on television, people will believe it. So well, yeah, that's why they filmed, they filmed this- the way there, Alex, think about it. They filmed them going to the North pole apparently, and it's frozen and it's, 
you know, they might die any second, right? And it's all on camera. And then the, the documentary is over and they're freezing. Oh, we're at the North Pole now. Yay. And it's their mustache is frozen. And then it fades to black and the credits come. It's like, wait, the, like Dave Weiss always says, isn't that trip getting home as hard as going there? Why can't we watch them going home? Why can't we watch the whole thing? This would be a monumental thing to watch someone actually going to the North Pole. As we both know, they would just lie about their location and say, oh, we're at the North Pole. But I mean, like a real North Pole documentary should be someone documenting point A to point Z and with their compass and going all the way as far as they possibly humanly can. But I think what that, I could be wrong. What's your opinion? I think that they'd be stopped along the way. That's just my opinion. I think if someone actually tried to independently do what I just said, that they would be stopped before they reached the center of the earth. I don't really think they're going to allow people. And you don't have to say, oh, well, there's no treaty there. So just fucking go. It's like, no, 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 no. There's not to be a treaty there. It's a very small section of the earth. If you understand that water is flat and level, then they have radar. They could see you a thousand miles away via ship, via aircraft. They know someone's coming in to to enter that north area. What's your opinion on that? How, can we get to the north, or is that restricted as well? I, I, I don't know. I mean, there's um, there's a lot of stories, isn't there, that people have gone to the north. You know, back in the day when we didn't have a military presence, maybe when we didn't have that kind of technology. But um, I don't know how God. I mean, we've seen videos. I mean, you put it in your level film where they are actually physically stopped at the South Pole. That that big bloody navy ship comes out and says you know turn around turn around whether that goes on in the north i don't know we will never know unless somebody actually you know funds a, 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 an unmanned drone and just lets it keep flying and keep flying with a with a with a continuous feed i don't know how difficult that is in terms of technology but you know if they're beaming photographs back from mars then it must be possible right? <laughs> yeah right, right. well i'd think... love to see i would love to see some independent travel because the best documentary is not going to come from national geographic it's going to come from us the truth seekers the ones that have got the ball to do this i do believe there's something magical at the north and we really i wish we could get some funding to do some kind of project where we can find the most northern point the most closest point to the north pole and fly something up and just keep going and keep going and just have a look you know it's a good idea though i mean that's you know these ideas are always possible um in terms of the community supporting you know just for instance just this is just an example. This is in, in stone, guys. But let's pretend that um, myself, Alex Michael, let's say Dave Weiss, let's say, you know, Tanner Stewart, there's the Santo Bonacci, all these people. We get all of us lined up and we get a crowdfunding going and we, we get a hotel booked at the north at the most northern point possible. Right. The the mm. the closest hotel to what we think the center of the earth is. Right. And we all go there and we'd have a strategy beforehand, obviously, but we would try to figure out a way to, to do something, bring some P1000s, um, you know, uh, bring whatever technology we can. Who knows, by the time this could actually go down, there might be some sort of drone that uh, can go real far. But, you know, as we both know, uh, obviously we haven't been there, but from what I've read, there is a magnetic force there. I mean, you know, I'm pretty sure that drone would be sucked in at some point and we, we might lose all the footage if there really is some magnetic force because that drone would be brought in right away. It's why you can't fly in an airplane right at the center of the earth. I'm, I'm pretty sure you can't. 
Um, I'd love to see that on camera, the drone just sort of shaking a little bit and then yeah. accelerating really fast, all, and then a big crash right into a big mount. Ma- magnetic and that's what I mean. We, we'd have to probably get two drones in terms of, mm. I'm just looking as budget. We'd have to get two, if not three. We need a backup drone for any accidents. Um, and then we would need one drone to go as north as possible, meaning we're going to lose that drone no matter what. Mm. We probably know it's, it's a goner. So we have to keep that in mind. But that backup drone can stay a little behind him. And as he's going towards the north, he might get sucked into the thing. But guess what? Our backup drone is filming that. It's filming the other drone get sucked in like a magnet or something. And then we got to park that other drone before it got too close to get sucked in, you know? So I, I, I envision this stuff. And I've envisioned this stuff before. There, there, there's got to be a way. I understand that going past the 60th parallel is probably the hardest task we can do because of their radar and their treaty and everything else, it almost seems impossible for now. It does. There's definitely got to be a way to break that down and figure out a way. Um, But with the North, I don't know, man. Uh, Every time I think about it, I'm like, there's got to be a way to prove something. There's got to be a way Mm. to, to even get a drone high enough and far enough from the magnetic force that we could see where the Aurora Borealis is kind of, you know, Maybe deriving from like, where, yeah. where is it coming from? Maybe it, well, how cool it be if it was coming out of the top of the mountain or something, you know, yeah. you'd have to do an awful lot of study on, you know, lots and lots of ancient maps and find that tippy top northernmost point and see exactly how far in terms of miles are we talking? Is it from that point to the North? Would it be a thousand miles, 500 miles? And then you've got to consider how much battery life, what sort of drone technology do you want someone, you know, because there are entrances that you can get through apparently by ship. So, you know, you might want to have a team on the ship, but, but what we desperately need is funding because we're all curious and we all know there's something magical there. I think it gets more divine the, to, to, the more to the center you go. And I think it gets more demonic the further out you go. You know, the less energy there is, the further out you go. And I think that's why these so-called parasites, these elites, so-called, uh, have a fascination with the, with the South because we've had royalty go there. We've had, you know, astronauts, masons, pr- politicians, presidents, you know, all these demonic people all have a fascination with the South. So I'm wondering if it's more divine in the North and then more demonic as you go further out. I've never heard of that. Now, that's very possible. Um, I still look at it as it, there's still a chance. And that, now my, you and my audience don't have to agree with me. And that's fine. These are opinions. But there's still a chance that there are other worlds out there past Antarctica with possible, again, completely speculation, a thousand percent, guys, relax. Mm. But other worlds with possible other light sources that light their world. Because it, 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 it's, always, it's a fantasy for me, but I could see it, though. That's the only thing. I can't okay. get over it because I see it. I can feel it. I resonate with it that that's possible. Yeah. Do we have any evidence of that? No, of course not. But I do want the chance to to be able to go south and see what's over there, go north and see what's there. Because until then, we can't come up with models. We can't come up with anything uh, besides uh, ancient, you know, Gleason's maps and things like that that they that they charted back then. And obviously, as we know, there's maps with landmass in the center and landmass on the outskirts. So it's like all these different combination of maps. That's why I was just on Sam Tripoli's show yesterday, and I said. I don't trust any maps, man. I just don't because some human being sketched that. And there's so many different versions of the same type of sketch with things different, different shapes, different sizes, different locations. Some have way more land on it. Some have no land on it. Some have land in the center, a mountain, no mountain, ice, no ice. It's all over the place. So 
for me, besides the obvious land masses that we know of, we need to go explore. How do we set that up? I mean, it's, uh, you know, it's not an easy task, but there has to be a way. There just has to in the near future. There has to be a way that we can actually figure out a way to go see what's south and what's north. And I agree with you. The north is more important. I do. And I'm yeah, sure I mean, my at audience least, at least will let be us shocked. go. At least, you know, at least let us see. At least let us have some independent travel. But um, because that's so restricted, you know, there's a big question mark there. I, I would love to see it in my lifetime. That's really what I would love to see. I would love to see a successful trip to the north in my lifetime and somebody live streaming it, or if that's even possible, at least bringing back an SD card full of what they found. But um, I would love to see that because it's just. It's just a fantasy at this point. It is speculation, but I, like you say, I feel it. I know it. It's, it resonates with me so much. I do believe there are other worlds where we're bringing in technology, aliens, and all these kind yeah. of things. So um, I, 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 I'm, I wouldn't say I'm convinced, but I feel it. I think that there's a reason why they shut it all off. So that should be reason enough, shouldn't it? Yes, and, and I think it's, it resonates with millions of people, Alex. So the good thing about what you just said is that me and you are not alone in that. There's millions of people, and I'm not going to stop this shit until those millions of people that I just mentioned are billions of people. And that's a a, a far-fetched goal. Well, that's my goal. Fuck off. That's that's why I'm here. I'm here to bring to the attention, not only is the Earth a stationary plane and that the globe is a psyop, and that's all bullshit, okay? But my, my, my main goal in, in my level series and everything I do in terms of flat earth is to bring to the attention of the masses that there's a North Pole center of the earth that we've been lied to about and that there's possible land past the 60th parallel that they won't even let us go check on. And I think once more human beings are aware of those things, you go to outside right now and ask anybody about the North Pole, they might say Santa. You ask anybody about the South Pole and they'll talk about, you know, uh, the bottom of the ball. (laughs) And they don't even have a clue uh, what we're trying to resonate with them with the outskirts of the South, 60th parallel. They don't know what the hell that means. So how do we get it so the masses are at least aware of what we're talking about? Because that's what it's going to take is the masses, the the ones that we are like, oh, you know, those are the normies. I get it. But even the normies. Even the ones with two masks on right now, uh, walking their dog alone, they still might care about more land, possibly, and the North Pole being the most magical place in the world, and we all want to go there as human beings. There's still going to be a percentage of those normies, as people call them, that do care, that go, you know what? Let me take my mask off real quick. That sounds awesome. Where, how, how do we, what do we do? How do we, how do we go? Oh, I, I, this is, you know, mind boggling. There's still, I still give a chance to those people that some of them will care about uh, exploring this stuff and figuring this stuff out. And that might change their paradigm once we, the truth is revealed, but there's millions and millions of uh, people like us, Alex. So I yeah, can't well, that's stress. what we're trying to do, isn't it? That's what we're trying to do. You with your films, me with my music, Dave with yes. his app, and all, all loads of other talking heads. We're all we're all collectively trying to trying to wake people up, and we're being rather successful at it. You've only got to look at the numbers on Dave's app, and that's just a small percentage of the people that are aware of flat Earth, the most fringe topic in the world. Let alone what's happened in the last three years with the COVID narrative. People, a lot of people. Oh, we've got to be a bit careful here because we're on YouTube. But you, but a lot of people are waking up to that as well. So that's really jarred a lot of people into thinking something ain't right here. And as 
soon as you get that little that splinter in your mind, as Neo as Morpheus would say, as soon as you get that splinter in your mind, it just drives you mad. You're like, there's something fundamentally wrong here. And that's what starts everyone on their journey. And I can see a lot of people, even in my own family, that I'd given up hope, they're starting to go, hold on a second. So that could be the start of something incredible in the years to come. Yes, no, I totally agree. And with that, guys, let us go over to Rockfin. I want to talk some big boy talk with Alex. I have never had a chance to do that. Just like last week with Austin, I never had a chance to have big boy talk with Austin Witsit. And we got it on air and everybody, the feedback was great. Um, so let's head over to Rockfin. Thank you all for joining the YouTube version of the preview of this show. Um, all my Rockfin supporters and subscribers, we'll see you there. If not, head over. It's going to be a good uh, rest of the show. Thanks for coming, guys. Thank you. Welcome back to the Hibbler Effect. If you just came over from YouTube, thank you for the support. If you're already on Rockfin, then let's rock and roll. Alex, Michael, as I do on every show, Pfizer, Moderna, Johnson & Johnson, <laughs> vaccine, died suddenly, fluvid 19 Okay, I got my trigger words out of the way. Feels good again. But let's jump right into COVID. You mentioned it earlier, and you're like, oops, let's not talk about that. Well, you know, where are you? Are you in Spain? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've been here for about 10 years now, yeah. Now, I've heard multiple times, no one needs to tell me what happened in this country, but I've heard multiple times what happened in the UK. I've heard multiple times what happened during this lockdown and COVID in <clears throat> Australia, of course. Um, but I don't hear, I don't think anyone's heard nothing about Spain. How was Spain during all this? What was going on during the uh, pandemic when it started? How were the peer, how were your neighbors acting? What was going on out there? Build a, build a scene here. <laughs> well, it's difficult for me to build a scene when I'm kind of isolated where I am and I don't really integrate into uh, mm. Spanish society. I intended to when I got here, but the more I learned about society, the less I wanted to integrate into it. I started doing Spanish lessons for two years with all full intention of, you know, learning more about the culture. But then I kind of backed away, particularly with the COVID and everything like because I saw so much compliance. It was so saddening. Um, <laughs> a couple of a couple of songs came out of that, how pissed off I was. One of them being television watching News Believer and uh, yeah, the good. other one, Big, Big Pharma as well. It was just yeah. like I, I couldn't believe the compliance. I couldn't believe the compliance. Not, I was nearly said globally then. I couldn't, I couldn't believe the compliance everywhere across the plane. Yes. It was just so shocking. And it was no different here as well. I mean, bearing in mind, we don't have just the local police here. We have the civil guard. They are a branch of the military. So they have guns. So you've got to be a little bit careful. I mean, I refused to put one of them things on my on my face all throughout those two years. And thankfully, my wife was willing to take one for the team and uh, and go and do the shopping and all that sort of stuff. But you couldn't ride on a bike. You couldn't jog. You had to have a mask on. And every, oh. it was just... It was like a scene out of the, um, I don't know, uh, the Twilight Zone. So it you guys just... had mass police out there. Oh yeah, we had mass. <laughs> we had gunned masked police. Oh God! See, this is the yeah. shit I'm talking about. I didn't know that. The worst thing that I mean, when the pandemic started, I was in California, and I'm like, you know what? I don't think I should stay in California during this whole thing. I gave it a little time and couldn't deal with any every stores like can't come in without a mask i'm like then fuck off i'd leave and i'm like okay what am i supposed to do now so we 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 moved to nevada just for that year year and a half um and nevada was great vegas was great no hassle no mass nothing so it was crazy that a four-hour drive everything changed um, is that how it was in Spain at all? Was there a way? I mean, I'm not saying you wanted to relocate because of it, but was there some spots? 
uh, as I'll call them in terms of America, the red zones, you know, red, red states, it's whatever. But did no, you have really, that in Spain? No, because there's such a state propaganda here. It's almost like China in a way. It's like every commercial is state propaganda. If it's not, if it's not that kind of propaganda, it's like pharmaceutical propaganda. So, yeah. and everybody's here's got a television. Even if you go into the campo, like the countryside where it's you know really rural and that, they've all got television. So you'd go into the tiniest little place in the middle of nowhere, expecting to walk in and find a bit of freedom. And you go up to the bar, and then there's fucking they've got masks on. It's like even out here, are you guys kidding? Like you just couldn't escape it. So for those two years i was kind of like right i'm staying indoors i can't go out there because i got angry i got ended up in arguments and shouting matches so i just thought i can't i can't do this anymore so i kind of became a bit of a i wouldn't say recluse i was still going out and but uh, i i spent a lot more time at home because i just couldn't bear that 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 world outside i mean i got very creative so there's always a, a plus that comes out of that but yeah it was unbelievable to see in the most rural of places where people still in the in the countryside where there isn't a soul for miles you'd see someone on a bike with a fucking mask on it was like dude oh. it's, just, it's criminal hey man i <clears throat> i don't know how it is there now but <clears throat> you know i went back to california and i still see that alex i still see what you just said is it is it similar out there now is it you're still seeing the same shit like you're like really it's rare it's okay. rare. You, you still see the odd person. And it's usually, it breaks my heart, it's usually an old person that's got a mask on because they've been told that they're the most vulnerable, right? So the people that need their airways unblocked the most are the ones that are covering it up. So it's quite yeah. sad. And you almost want to go up and tap them on the shoulder and start a dialogue. But, you know, nine times out of 10, they're Spanish and my Spanish isn't great. And you just, well, you just, you know, you just have to go, okay, it's not, I don't know. You, it's, it's, it's really tragic, but it is few and far between now, but it only, they only have to put something on the television, some more propaganda, the next pandemic, which I believe they're talking about. And then we're going to have it all over again. You really think so, huh? See, I, <clears throat> I'm the, I'm the type of person that I, what resonates in reality with me is I felt that a pandemic was coming once it started the whole there's a new virus. I said, oh, here we go. So I kind of sensed this lockdown and this new world order martial law type of approach, which they, in my opinion, they failed. But at the same time, I don't see it ever happening again. I, I, you might you might disagree with that. But for me, I don't see it ever happening again because they already fucked up. They already showed their cards and everyone already flipped their cards over. Now you might have a lot of blind people in every country that have no idea what even cards you're talking about, but there, especially in America, there's too many people that caught on to the plan and caught on to the bullshit and caught on to the vaccines and so many people. Even in California, you would never expect that, but these like these small business owners out here, these are heavily blue voting, blue, blue politic, blue everything in California. And and they probably they're the ones wearing two masks and taking their two shots in the beginning stages of everything. Now, these same business owners that I see all the time, I, you know, I, I talk all the time, I talk shit all the time to them. And they, they always come back with, I'll never do that again. It'll never happen again. I, they go, I don't care if someone knocked to my door and said, we got a new lockdown. You know, you got to wear masks. You got, they're going to say, fuck you. And these are the people that you would never expect to act like that. So in my mind, that shit is there. That's that ship has sailed. Do you have that's that right. same feeling in Spain or do you think Spain <clears throat> is 
easily manipulated enough to fall for another one. I think there's still going to be a bunch of people that are easily manipulated. Uh, I do believe that even though there's going to be a percentage of people that go, no, fuck this, I'm not doing it again. I just think the elite will have the arrogance to fucking do it again. You know, let's just try it again. Let's really get in their faces and let's let them protest in the streets because, you know, protesting for me doesn't seem to do anything. It kind of just lets the elite know how many people they're pissing off. And when we had a, almost a million people in London marching down the streets, but nothing got done. It's almost like, let's do it again. Let's see if we can get two million to march. Let's see if we can get five million and know that nothing ever changes. No accountability, no one in handcuffs. It's just the, the same totalitarian tiptoe, drop by drop by drop. So I do think they have the arrogance to try it again. But I know, I know many won't be falling for it this time, but I just, I don't know. It, it wouldn't surprise me. Let's put it that way. Yeah. <clears throat> well, you, I mean, you, you have to understand that there's different, I'm sure you know, there's different types of people in every country, different types of the mentality of even the conspiracy of the pandemic. So are there people in Spain that you've ran into or that you notice or that you could tell are awakened or understand this is bullshit? Is there any local little coffee shops you go to or anything that they, you know, they know this is bullshit, you know, kind of like the same effect I had in California when I was talking to these guys and they're like, never again. Like, do you get that same sense out there? Or do you think that these people are waiting for the TV to tell them what to do next at all times? Yeah, the last one, waiting for the Oof. TV to watch it. It's a shame. There's very few. I've got one, a couple of friends of mine that own a restaurant there, but I don't know. Med, I only know one restaurant that are like, no, screw this. We want to take cash as well because they're very aware of, you know, the CBDC that's coming in and how powerful cash or, you know, yeah. It's still a fiat currency, I understand, but CBDC is obviously another level of slavery that we've never seen before. So you've got, I've got, I know one restaurant, and I go, I go out to eat probably once a week, and I try different restaurants. It's one good thing about Spain is, is the food is great. So, and I don't see that. I just don't see an awakened community. Every restaurant I go in has the fucking QR code to scan the menu. You can't even have a physical menu anymore. It's like, oh my God, and I ditched my smartphone. So I have a dumb phone. It's like a walkie talkie for emergencies only. So you go into a restaurant and you've got a little QR code. That I'm like, come on, man. And I see it in every restaurant. It's just, um, that's what we're dealing with here in Spain. You know, it's so, so compliant. It's bow, scrape and bend over and, you know, harder, harder, daddy. It's, 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 um, it's frustrating <laughs> for someone like me, you know? Well, I mean, you've been there a while now. I don't uh, you, you don't see yourself going anywhere else for a while, right? Do you ever feel like you want to get out of that out of that country? If things like 15-minute cities and 5G come knocking on my door, I've got no and I love where I am. I love my house. I love the area. I'm by the sea. I've got a lovely little villa here. I'm very very happy. I'm doing some homesteading and everything. I've never been happier. But I will fucking drop the whole thing if 5G comes here or 15 minute cities and they're talking about the neighboring city. Well, it's not really a city, it's more of a town. They're talking about implementing 15 minute cities there. So it's creeping up and if it does, I'm 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 out of here and I'll go more into the campo, more into the countryside maybe. Um, I don't know. The wife and I have even spoke about Mexico, um, yeah. but that might be, you know, further on in the future when, you know, her parents are gone and all of that kind of thing. But, um, you know, I've got, I've, look, I moved from the UK to Spain. I've got no problem like going to different countries. I'm not scared of, of that kind of thing. I'll set myself up somewhere else. It's not a problem, but hopefully that won't come here. But, you know, it, you have to be aware of what the enemy's doing right and if and if i if i all of a sudden get 5g lampposts outside my house what do i do i take a chainsaw to it or i move i'll <laughs> give you a good piece of advice for 5g towers as far as my research goes the only thing you need to dismantle that 
meaning make the phone company come out and replace it. And you could just do that once a week. And eventually they'll probably relocate the tower at that point. But it's lead. If you had, you know, lead paintball bullets, just lead, lead inside the bullets and you doop, 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 doop at that tower and those lead bullets hit the tower, she's gone. Yeah. As far as I research. Okay. So okay. <clears throat> just keep that in mind, especially, especially if World War Three breaks out and 5G's cranked up. Everybody have their lead bullets and uh, you guys can survive. So as far as I know, I could be wrong, but a lot of the research I've done, the, the lead, I don't know what it does to the actual technology, but it destroys it uh, almost on site. So, Well, it'll uh, be a good chance for me to practice my aim, won't it? I mean. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll be like, hey, man, be the first one to go see if that shit works. But, um, <laughs> you know, I would like to do some testing with that. I don't, just don't want to go to jail, that's all. But I would <laughs> yeah, love to I'm, do I'm, testing. I'm, I'm all in favor of, you know, action. You know, and, and, and I do, it, there is always a smile on my face when I see people ripping down CCD, CT, CCTV cameras in, in China. Yes. I'm like, go on, go on, lads, go. But like you say, you're playing a risky game there. But uh, if there, there's probably smarter ways to deal with that, you know, we need more hackers in this movement because you could hack into that shit and just yeah. switch it off. Yeah, I always thought about the hackers. It's like, where are the truther hackers? Let's hack. Yeah. I always say like downtown LA, they have these big, big buildings where they have like, it looks like, it's not even a projector. It looks like it's some sort of digital feed that's shining on the building itself. It just seems like it's not a projector. It probably is. But it's like they have these LED screens on windows and they're all connected. And then they show you like an advertisement, right? Or something. And I'm always like, there's got to be a way to hack that and put like level with me out now. Exactly. <laughs> you know? so that'd be that'd be immense. I mean, think of they live, right? You know, where they hack yeah. the, the feed and everything. That's what we need to do. We can get a, someone to hack a, a, a mainstream television source. It, can it be that difficult? And then just bump out just truth of content just for 24 hours. That would change the world. It would. It would. Well, I'm sure by the time someone hacked into, like, say, a CNN news feed and did something, within a few minutes, they're shutting the whole channel down and they're recycling their security measures and they're going to, you know, come back on the air and say, whoops, sorry about that. And and then we're locked out again. So I'm sure that they're on their game with, with that. But again, with hackers, there could be the greatest, one of the greatest minded hackers in the world. And he's on our team. That would be huge. So if you're a hacker, please email Alex, Michael. What's your email? Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> no, it's a great idea, though, man. I, I feel like that's one thing we've never haven't we've never seen in, in all of this truth movement. And I, I would say since 2014, 2015, the truth movement is at all time high and we've been marching ever since. But we're the hackers. You're right, because that that could do a lot of damage, man. That could do some shit. I mean, we imagine live in a like, digital world. Everything's digital. All information is it's all there. I mean, I'm I'm watching at the moment on Netflix. Yes, I do like to blue pill at the weekend, and I watch a bit of Netflix. And I'm watching currently something. It's about ten years old. It's called uh, Person of Interest. I don't know if you've seen that, have you? And it's all about no. you know this machine that I don't. I've had Netflix in five years, boss. Yeah, I mean, I, like I say, I like to blue pill occasionally, you know, to unwind. But uh, I think if, again, I think if you're aware of what's in there, I don't yes. know, could they, could they be putting some subliminal stuff that you're not aware of that's controlling you in some oh, way? Oh, Alex, I agree. You don't got to make excuses, dude. Like if I'm eating lunch or something, I'll throw on like an episode of The Office or just, you know, it's, yeah. but I'm not like being programmed by them. I'm just laughing for a few minutes and moving out with my day. So yeah. I get it. But with with Netflix or Prime and all that stuff, the only thing that pisses me off about it with truthers 
is that they could pay their Netflix money and they could play their Amazon Prime rental money. But I make a film that took me 10 months. They're like, why is it five bucks, you piece of shit? Oh, and I'm dude. like, I, I, you I, I, just I a, rented a Hollywood movie while you said that. You're supporting Hollywood at all times. And here I am. They're like, oh, you piece of shit. I'm like, oh, my God, man. Hypocrisy. I had one comment today. Music should be free. Like, I was like, <laughs> dude, you wouldn't say that if you knew how much fucking work goes into making music, let alone making a music video to go with it. It's like, Ugh. how do you expect? It's like an electrician turning up to do some work on my house. And me saying, you should be doing that for free, mate. You know? Yeah, because energy is free if you think about it. So you actually have a better reason to tell that electrician that this should be free because energy's free <laughs> right it, it, i mean it drives me mad. I, know, I know exactly what you're saying that that, yeah. that is such a psyop the truth should be free we're some of the hardest working people and most passionate people in the fucking world right so uh, it's the, and again truth is the most valuable thing in the world yes and that should be free it just it, it boggles my mind and it pisses me off it pisses well me here's off. the thing in reality the truth is free uh, but it's the process of everything that g goes into what you're doing for the moment. If I'm, if I'm just, you know, uh, making blogs, chapters about truth stuff, and I type a little blog, you know, one hour a day and throw it on a website. Yeah, that, that should be free. Why are you, why are you charging people for that? It's just your thoughts. You're putting it down. And but when you're traveling, staying in hotels, uh, car rentals, uh, trying to cover uh, whoever you're visiting, cover their their meals, your meals, um, uh, equipment rental, equipment uh, upgrading, software, hardware, distribution, marketing. Uh, none of that's free. There, No one would even know what level with me was if I didn't have some help. There'd be no way. I couldn't even go fly somewhere to film someone without help or upgrade anything without help. So it it boggles my mind. I always bring it to my friend, Miriam Hanin, who's a director who made Vanishing of the Bees. Netflix banned that. But she told me that Vanishing of the Bees, the budget was over a million dollars. She's just an independent filmmaker like myself. I go, a million dollars? I was like, holy shit. And she's like, yeah, that was barely enough. And I'm like, dude, I just made a film for 20K. I, mean, I spent more than the, 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 than the GoFundMe. I had to spend way more than the 20 that came in, but it's just the point of a million and she was still struggling. How did I pull this off? I always pat myself on the back. Like if I could do it for 20, 30 K or less every year, I can make a film every year. But my issue is I'd like to make two films a year, but man, I don't want to hear this by asking twice in a year for help. It's like, so it's like, I, I don't know until I'm a successful filmmaker with millions of rentals and downloads every, every month or something, I can't afford to do another project without help. And that's the issue. And, you know, when people support my work or they support your music, it's only going to help us put more into our work and our music. It, it's not like we're taking that, we're buying a Ferrari and we're retiring now. And we just, you know, we, this was just a project to make a quick buck. That's never going to happen with me. And that's why every year I turn my film project into a standard definition version and I give it out for free. Name the last filmmaker that spent a whole year traveling and making a film and said, you know what, I'm going to release it to the public for free. It's like no one would do that. No industry, no movie company would allow that. Yeah. Maybe two, you know, three years later, they would allow a free version, but not right away. I'd do it 30 days later and I still get shit. It's hilarious. 
dude, I've, I, same thing with me. I've been doing this for six years. I still can't make a living out of it. Not not quite. I'm, I'm almost there, but now they've dropped the fucking physical CDs. It's like I'm struggling, and I've put six yeah. years into this, and I've, I've not got back what I put into it. I'm barely paying the bills. It's like, yeah, my, my, my computer should be free. My guitar should be free. My website hosting should be free. My Logic software should be free. It's like, you know, it, it, it's... I mean, it just, we just don't live in that world, do we? But uh, yeah, six years I put into this, and I, you, we, no one works harder than us. No one's more passionate than us. And to say to you know you've got to do that for free is um, it's astounding. It's, it's mind-boggling. Different. But you know, I will say this: most of the people in my audience they did support. They did want this out. They said whatever it takes. Um, and then towards the end of the budget, I was behind. And I couldn't do even the Florida trip that where we went to NASA with Justin and Austin and, and, and Justin talked to the astronaut face to face that that whole scene, that Florida trip was never going to happen. But luckily, I, Tanner Stewart, Flat Earth Millionaire, he noticed the GoFundMe was was slow at the towards the end and I couldn't do a few trips. He just put 5K in there without even asking me. And I would have said, no, dude, why are you doing like, I don't expect that from you. You're my friend. You're not anyone else in terms of anything you don't you don't have a responsibility for that just because you're flat earth million you don't have to do that it's not and he's like yes i do because it wasn't going to be done without it and this needs to get out this needs to happen so it's just money who cares just go get this project done so that was a blessing so shout out to tanner and that's why i labeled him the ep of the film that's a huge chunk to donate so um yeah if only we had more like that if only we had yeah. you know another hundred flat earth millionaires you know because that's what we need as again we, we need the funding don't we because that's what it all boils down to at the end of the day this stuff to get this stuff out that's why i kind of i'm kind of in favor of corporatizing sort of flat earth in a way you know people will often criticize me for having my books on amazon don't you know amazon are the devil and you know i have my, you got your music on amazon you're fighting the system yet you're using the system i'm like dude i'm all in favor of conscious material on amazon that's where the normies are that's where the normies hang out they're the people i'm, I'm trying to reach if you go into amazon and you type in homeschooling book gravity guess what book comes up first mine you know the children's book don't believe in gravity that's the reason i'm on there when people want you know healing music my stuff's on there when you know you you accidentally normies will accidentally find my stuff on amazon it's like trolling in a way it's like a a trojan horse you know so i'm all in favor of that but uh yeah me too uh, i'm all in favor of that too how else can you get it to the masses unless you give it to them the masses way. This is how the masses search for things. And this is why I converted into instead of like little 20, 30 minute free YouTube clips of flat earth stuff that no normie will ever stumble upon. But normies will stumble upon my movies plus rentals, Vimeo rentals, they'll stumble upon it. So I'm like, you know what? Cool. Five bucks rented in high def. And and people like normies aren't going to watch that. They're not going to pay for that. You better put it for free. I'm like, Really? I said, if you only knew the emails I'm getting, the DMs I'm getting, the the new followers on Instagram I'm getting that are saying they stumbled, literally stumbled upon the film, whether that's Vimeo, they're Vimeo people, My Movies Plus, best app in the world, by the way, but My Movies Plus, watching films, what's level with me, hit play. Now, My Movies Plus is telling me, number one, that, that level with me that's all that's going on on there i mean they have a great app but that's the most like clicks and views and and re and and comments and trailer plays and everything these are normies most of them on that app right yeah. so it's like what are you guys talking about that we are reaching normies this is how we reach them you know how we reach them by doing 
by giving them what they are used to. They're used to turning their fucking TVs on, ordering their pepperoni pizza and saying, what am I watching tonight? Oh, five bucks, 10 bucks, 20 bucks, you know, prime, especially you can get a $20, you pay 20 bucks for one thing. So they're used to that hitting a button and going, Mm -hmm. okay, let's enjoy. And now they invested their money into something. They're more locked in there. I just paid for this. This shit better be good. And they're not blinking. They don't, they, they will pause the movie that they bought to piss but they won't on a free yeah. YouTube chat. They won't if it's yeah. free on YouTube. That's, that's a really good point. That's a really good point. By charging for it, it gives it that more authenticity. Is it? You put it on YouTube for free. It's like, oh, you can walk out the room and just let yep. it play because it can't be that good. It's on YouTube for free. So yep. no, that's a great point. Yeah. And I've said that for years, even before I even charged a dollar for anything. I, I said that for, I go, there's got to be a hang up. Why am I, I felt like I would make flat earth stuff, Alex. And only my flat earth community would say, great job, Hibbler. This is epic. I would read the comments from back in the day. I go, am I not waking anyone up though? These are just my own people, which is great. I love my community, but what am I doing? How am I affecting the people that I want to affect? I felt like I wasn't. I felt like there needed to be a new strategy, which is why I do trailers for my films now and and make a Hollywood-esque trailers because that's what the people are used to. Do you know how many yeah. heads I turn with the level with me trailer because of how it was done and the, and the flashes and it's like, dude, I don't, you know what I mean? DMs I got, I don't know if the earth's flat. I think it's kind of ludicrous, but that trailer, I got to watch this. When's it coming out? And it's like, yeah, well, this is, this is how I'm doing it. Every year it's going to be a different vibe, a different feel. It's not going to feel like last year's. And I'm glad you gave it that, that, authenticity with the song right that the track level with me um it brought this this is for me with that song man i love odd tv i love um uh especially level when he made level the initial uh single last year next level uh he was doing something and real busy and he couldn't do anything but an instrumental for me but this year it's like it has a similar approach but it's different because i feel like people with that song you made it's so such a hit sound it's like a hit and it makes me feel like dude like for a normal person watching it they really do feel like it's a real movie coming out like that's how it felt well it gives it definitely gives it more of you know when you've got something that's really as punchy as that and really well produced at that it's like it's like there's a professional track associated with this film as well it just adds that little cherry on the top when you get to the end fuck me it's a really good track as well you know so it does bring something to it and uh, it is punchy and it is you know a little bit heavy in a way and the lyrics i think you know speak volumes um, you are not an animal spinning on a water ball. Is that what you really thought? You know, come on, kind of, you know, <laughs> come on, level with me. So it's yeah, kind of yeah. It. It's it's it, I love, my favorite part of the movie is when the credits roll because it that thing. That thing <laughs> oh, like, that's a big diss. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> but you know, of course, yeah, it's my music. I couldn't yeah. wait. Of course, the movies are brilliant. The three. I, I was going to ask you, are you going to stop at three or are you going to continue every year? Or you know what? I had a long. I won't. I, I can't give any spoilers of even the idea of next year's film, but I had a long conversation with Eddie Bravo and just got, I got this, idea. maybe I'll tell you off the air, um, but I got this idea for next year's that is going to turn heads of normies more 
than the last three combined in terms of, I have to see this. What are these people talking about? So I don't want to give any spoilers. I, I probably will tell you off the air. I just don't want to, I don't want to put it out there yet until it's official, until it's verified that we can do this structure of a film. Um, but I'm excited for next year. I'm just trying to take maybe another month off, man. My, my neck, my back, everything from the last 10 months is brutal even doing the show sometimes like ah so oh, i gotta dude, get I, I, I tell you i have to i have to have months away from the studio because i i get the neck and the shoulder problems it's, it's that intent concentration that you put in i'm like tensing up i'm not relaxed when i'm working i'm putting all of my energy like i'm so passionate that it tenses my neck up and shoulders and i have to have chiropractic and massages and that yep. kind of stuff and it's just like it is the uh it's the price to pay for a sort of authenticity in a way we were stuck to these screens and in our chairs like really just wanting to get this message out and it can become quite physically harming so yeah i don't blame you for taking some time off because that's what i do I, I go in all free full creative mode and then it exhausts me because i poured my heart into it and i have to step away and go and work in the garden for a good two or three months before i can even contemplate my next project yeah, no, I'm with you, man. With the with the issues, the spinal issues, the this the especially my traps and and the the muscles around here. It's always the knots are coming the next day. It's like I get the knots down and then they're right back. And my chiropractor yeah. yells at me about it. My masseuse yells at me about it. And just like you, you gotta stop sitting. And especially yeah. during level with me, the last couple of weeks, they're like, you can't. I'm like, I have to. I have. Well, here's the other thing. I've 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 got a, a desk that rises, so like you can you can work standing up. They say it's better to work standing up. I know David Weiss is a fan of that. He does all his interviews. He's always standing. I think yes. that's better to do that. But I I've got a desk that raises at the touch of a button. But I very rarely find myself doing it. I'm way more comfortable in the chair. It's just more relaxed. But. I don't know. It's not best. I don't think we're humans are designed to sit in a chair in front of a computer for eight hours a day, you know? No, especially 10 hours a day during the last month of level with me. It's like, I, I don't think, I think I just piss and a, a quick bite and that's 10 hours of yeah i'm the same i forget to eat my wife has to call me and say you know you've been in there for six you know have you eaten yet you know it's like oh shit i didn't realize that was the time you just get <laughs> lost in it you know dude man i would break my fast so late in the day because i just wake up and just go to work and all of a sudden it's nighttime i'm like oh shit and then I look at, at my girlfriend, I'm like, I'm sorry, do you want to go do something? I'm like, I'm so <laughs> yeah. sorry. But she knew, she knew it's because she was here from last year, how hectic the next level was. And she kind of understood more this year. Like, this is, this is just my life. This is how it's going to be, especially in crunch time. I'm, I'm sorry. But when you have, I mean, when you when when you're contributing to something that's so worthy, it's it's almost an obsession in a way. That's how I sort of label it. I am kind of obsessed with you know with this because I've seen the the effect that it has on people. And when you're changing people's lives, it's like it's like I feel like I'm contributing for once in my life. I'm finally contributing now. I played music all my life. It's only now, ironically, that I'm starting to see the power of music. It's like wow, I can really do this with music. I've got to do more. I've got to do more, and it becomes an obsession. But you really have to step back sometimes because it can be an healthy obsession even though you're doing it for all the right reasons you really got to uh, you know learn to take some downtime and i remember when you first sent me the level with me clip of the music um that little video you made and i i put it on my instagram reel people were loving it like holy crap this is great and i go let me send this to jim brewer i sent it to jim brewer he loved it how did you guys um because uh, that show was great. I felt like Jim, when he had you on, and I remember when Dave told me that he mentioned you, I, I instantly, I, I I just took my phone out. I think I called him, I, and I just like, do you want his information? And he's yes, please. I'm like, here you go. 
I'm like, because in my mind, I go, Alex is going to deliver. He's going to come on the show and probably do a way better job than me about Flat Earth. I was kind of, I didn't have much time when I was on his show and he really wanted to talk about Fluvid 19 because he was a part of Fluvid 19 and he found out that I put some of his stand-up bits in there and he just loved that movie and he just wanted to have me on. Mm. But I tried to do a little Flat Earth towards the end. I didn't want to be too much pressure for him. I knew that he knew the, the moon landings were fake. And all that stuff. I saw him on Sam Tripoli's show and he was really saying stuff where I'm like, dude, that I'm like, he knows. I think he knows and he doesn't want to say. So when you were on the show, I was like, oh man, I'm like, he knows. Did you get a feeling that he kind of knows that NASA's lying and yeah. that this this spherical earth yeah. is kind of a, a fantasy? Cause obviously the intro of his <laughs> Bruniverse is a globe or whatever you want to call it, you, you know, the 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 animation of a ball earth and everything. And I don't even think he notices that that's the case anymore. He just, just, he just does his show and leaves. I, I but, wouldn't be surprised if he changes his intro soon. I do get I a hope. feeling that he's he's bang on board with it. I even emailed him a couple of days ago talking to him about Flat Oberfest. And wow. I actually joked with him. I said, oh, there's a, there's a festival in Vegas called Flat Oberfest. Um, everyone would love to see you there because we all know you're fucking flat, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I said, anyway, keep crushing. Uh, I said, I might be going. I'm not sure. It's very far and it's a big thing to, for me to do. But and he, and he, he replied, oh, sounds like fun. I don't think he'll go. Uh, I do get a sense that he's um, very aware of the heliocentric nonsense. I just don't think he's comfortable enough to be, you know, talking about it like I'm a flat earther, I'm a flat earther, yeah. I'm flat and I'm proud. But I wouldn't be surprised if he starts incorporating some NASA stuff and heliocentric bollocks into his into his stand up. Um, just a little dig here and a little dig there. I'm, I'm very sure and I, he seems very genuine. I kind of like when we started talking together, it was like talking to an old friend. We really resonated and because we're both doing very similar things. He's doing it with comedy. I'm kind of doing it with comedy and music. And we both have the same passion for waking everybody up. And he always ends his show with like turn off the television you know yep. you know these people are not your your friends these are the, these are the real enemies you know so yep. he's very very aware so if he's not flat already he probably is he's just not quite ready to go there but i wouldn't be surprised if he starts going there because it's it's inevitable for someone yep. like him yeah it's one of those things where he knows that he can't keep talking about lies about a heliocentric ball with no evidence. And I think that maybe for someone like him, he might, it might resonate more with him that he doesn't have any evidence of this. And the stuff we're talking about, we're on the same page with him. I think that's what makes more sense to people like Jim or others like that is that we agree with you, Jim, COVID's bullshit. 9-11 was bullshit. You know, uh, even some people think that all the school shootings are bullshit. It's all staged. And Jim's on the same page with everything that we are but we're the only, the only, or like, yeah, but the Earth's a stationary plane. And he's like, it is? Like, wow, I never thought of that. And it's like, this is the last of the Mohicans here, Jim, you know? And I think he's going to get there. I think he's already there. It's just going to take some time. But we need more people like that. I mean, think about Stu Peters. Stu Peters has a huge audience. Stu Peters is a huge voice for, for all truth, 9-11, COVID, vaccines, everything he's been doing. Uh, I, for me, Stu Peters' best film is not Died Suddenly. It is these little things. It is about the children trafficking um, and what they're doing to our children, the, you know, Epstein Island, all that trafficking stuff related. That's a great film. And um, I recommend people to go see that one. That one will, it's a very fucked up film, but man, is it good. And it really makes you think about, you know, I've always said this, that the children, Saving our children in this on this plane is the most important thing in the world. 
It's more important than flat earth. It's more important than shedding, you know, light on all darknesses. That is the darkest of dark is what they're doing to our children. Um, but I do know, I am aware that realizing the earth's a stationary plane and accepting that is the truth that it is will definitely help that, that person march for the children more, in my opinion. It becomes more of a let's save the children now opposed to like, well, I'm on a whirling, twirling ball. That's life. Children get, you know, abducted and trafficked and I'm just a monkey on a ball. So only I matter, right? It kind of pertains to that mentality more with a glober that they might care, but they're not going to do anything. It's they got one life to live and they're just spinning out of control, right? Mm -hmm. So I think that once you have a, a flat earth realization, creates a mindset yeah. what you're talking about Correct. is an yeah. atheistic mindset right yes. atheistic yes. mindset there are no consequences for my actions who gives a fuck it's just the way of the world blah 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 bad things happen wars happen kids what can we do about it they just yeah, steal our kids what can we it? do and that's one of the wonderful things about flat earth you wake up there you wake up and there is a creator there are consequences to my actions i do need to contribute in some kind of way and that's one of the beautiful things it's, it's you know call it enlightenment if you want but, um, you know, a spiritual awakening of some kind. But that is one of the beautiful things about realizing the heliocentric light is essential for, for, your, for your human growth. Yes. And I think that um, everything that's been going on since 2014 with Flat Earth and the growth of it and the virality of it, it will never stop. Um, there are, I would say, 99.999, same as the survival rate, percent of Flat Earthers are not jabbed. Okay. They're teaching their children to not get jabbed. That's already huge by itself. Um, and then you got the, uh, all these flat earthers, everyone, every single person that's awakened to the true, even though we don't know everything, we don't know everything. We're trying to figure everything out and we're trying to come up with ideas, uh, conclusions. It's hard to come up with like, what's your model? Like I was on Sam's show, Sam Tripoli's tinfoil hat yesterday, and I have a good announcement about it. I don't know if it's sincere. He said it was, and he gave me a fist pump about it. He, we were, we went over level with me. I showed him some clips. I showed him some Sataloon stuff, stuff that he didn't even know. He didn't, Sam didn't even know what Google Loon was. I'm like, that's their Sataloon program. And See, they I thought he was on board. I thought he was already a flat earther. Well, he here's the thing like though. He's about. always, Sam has always been kind of like, I don't know either way type of guy like i'm not sure i i don't i'm He's on not the married. fence it's an easy position to take isn't it i'm not married he was always been the i'm not married to the ball type of guy which is okay it's better than let's say alex jones who just laughs and denies and and then makes fun and continues um sam on the show and i'm sure people watch this on rockfin i'm sure he's dropping it today yesterday i'm sure you already saw it but on the show sam said that's it i'm a flat earther i'm saying it i'm a flat earther wow. and i go wow. of course you know this is sam's show he's always a joke a joking guy and i'm like and even his uh, his co-hosts were like you're being for and he's like I, yes i am so i'm like be you're for real i put my fist out and he bumped it i hope he's for real. i hope that's legit and i hope that people look at that and go wait he just he just said that. Like that that's a soundbite. Let's 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 Yeah, that's so a telling, soundbite. Yeah. You know, I'm just telling my have... people to take that soundbite and put it everywhere cuz let's hold his feet, let's hold his feet to the fire, yeah. hold him accountable cuz I know he knows the globe is a lie. He needs to get on board. Yeah, yeah I mean that soundbite is important because uh you know, we have the Joe Rogan soundbite, don't we? There's no <laughs> way we went to the moon. There's no way we went to the yeah. moon, right? And then Neil deGrasse Tyson goes on, then all of a sudden 
There's no way we did. The flip flop there yep. is so obvious. It's so fucking obvious because we have that original soundbite. So yeah, hold his feet to the flame, whatever the, the, the phrase is there, because that's a that's an important moment there because he's got a big following. Big, big following. And I know that a lot of his followers are converting and, and they're that because of Rockfin specifically, because he's, you know, you look at the numbers, he's pretty much the king of Rockfin in terms of open mind. So uh, him and Eddie, right? So it's yeah. like, well, we all know Eddie's an avid flat earther and he'll he'll scream at oh, any of his guests yeah. about flat earth. He'll just go to go to town and, and make him feel stupid sometimes about not knowing the earth's flat. No fucks given whatsoever. That's what yeah. I love about Eddie. No fucks given. Yeah, no fucks given. But, you know, as a as the producer of Eddie's show, I do notice that, you know, he doesn't want to be too controversial with his guests about flat earth. But he he does want to find an opening, usually towards the end of the show, an opening to like bring something up, the moon landing, something, and kind of go yeah. for it. If they, you know, if the guy's like, yeah, the moon landings are real, he's kind of just like, oh shit. I don't think he'd have anyone on his show that would think that though. I haven't seen it so far. I mean, he's had very, very awake and aware and conscious people that he's interviewed. So I don't think you'll ever find someone that is that. Oh yeah, we definitely went to the moon. I don't think I just can't. Well, I love the Jamie to. Kennedy story. I don't know if you know who Jamie Kennedy is. Jamie Kennedy uh, no. had a show for many, many years called the Jamie Kennedy Experience. He was in all of the, uh, I think the, what was that trilogy? Scary movie? All what? the scary movies, the comedies. Um, yeah, he's a comedian. If you saw Jamie Kennedy, you'd be like, oh yeah, oh yeah, I, I've seen him. But yeah. he's a, you know, uh, no, I'm not trying to diss anyone. I'm just saying, you know, maybe a B-rated celeb, I'd call him, uh, with, with no disrespect. Um, but... When Eddie was talking to him about Flat Earth towards the end of that show, you know, it wasn't resonating. You know, they're Ooh. hiding the creator. They're this or that. He was doing the typical stuff. And Jamie was just like, yeah, you know, I don't know. I've never, you know, I've heard about it. I don't. And nothing really was kind of hitting him. But then I'm in the background at the studio. I'm screaming without trying to be heard on the mic. I'm like, more land, more land. And Eddie's not. And I'm like, Eddie, I'm trying to get his attention. And he finally notices me. And I'm like, more land, just fucking mention it. It's whatever. So then Eddie goes, yeah. And other people, believe, he like interrupts himself because of me. He goes, other people believe, you know, that there's more land past Antarctica and they're hiding more land. And then he was about to change the subject. And, and Jamie Kennedy's just like, whoa, wait, 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 wait. Wait, what did you just say? You see <laughs> his demeanor change because again, and that's why with flat earth, it's like, why do you always talk about more land, Hitler? That's just speculation. Talk about the science. The earth's a level plane. I go, I've been doing that for eight years straight. What you want me to do? I've been doing for eight straight years and my neighbors still don't know the truth. Maybe let me switch it up a little bit and I'll tell you the truth, Alex, between me and you and everyone listening. <laughs> yeah between me and you when i went even on podcasts i go on shows like conservative shows liberal shows whoever invites me on more land is the only thing that go that people go wait a minute all right i never heard this what are you talking about Interesting. and i always tell them though alex it, this is speculation this is all speculation but with red flags multiple red flags combined is it really speculation at that point? It's different to say, hey, I'm speculating something based off of nothing or based off of one thing. I'm speculating based off of one little thing. Just Admiral Byrd. Say it was only yeah. Admiral Byrd, right? Only Admiral Byrd said that, and that's all we have. There's no books in the 1800s talking about it. There's no old maps. There's nothing. Just Byrd. I get you. 
That is pure speculation. But it's not speculation with tons of red flags surrounding. What are they hiding? What? Why can't we go? All these things, all these old maps, all these old books, Iron Republic, Worlds Beyond the Poles, you name it, Smoky God, North Pole. Mm-hmm. So you got all this stuff. It's like, these are red flags. But when I talk about more land with people, it it makes them want to understand it more. And it they, they can grasp that as yeah. a reason for the lie. They go, wait a minute, that would make sense to me why they would take seven continents and cut us off. Now those people, even though it started with speculation, now those people that are opening their mind to flat earth because of more land can now go back and look at the science and look at the hiding of the creator and looking at everything else, astral theology, everything else that comes along with facts now they're ready for the truth sometimes the human brain is out of order you can't just come in with all waters level we could see too far they're hiding the creator it's just like the globalists are killing us they're killing they're poisoning (laughs) they're making the frogs gay you can't do that (laughs) yeah no no loudspeakers yelling at people's face okay but at the same time i i I just want everyone to know that's why i talk about it so much because it, it intrigues people more and once they're intrigued once they can kind of resonate with, yeah, that that would make sense. I guess, yeah, I guess they would lie for that. It's a powerful seed. It is a powerful seed. Jaron has a similar story. He had a neighbor, Jaron Campanella I'm talking about from Jaronism. He had a yes. neighbor um, and uh, move in and uh, he introduced himself to the neighbor and said, hey, what are you up to? You know, what are you doing? Jaron said, well, I... You know, I do conspiracies online. Oh, what type of conspiracies? His neighbor said, and he said, "Well, I do a bit of flat Earth." And he said, "Okay, you got thirty minutes. Convince me about flat Earth." And Jaron went through <laughs> scientific proof after scientific proof after scientific proof for thirty minutes. And the guy went, "Now nah, you know what? I'm not buying it." And at the end of that conversation, Jaron went, "You know, um, and they're also censoring it on YouTube." The guy went, "What?" Yep. He said, "Yeah, they're censoring it on YouTube." And say no more. Fucking hell. And, and that's what got him into it. Just that exactly. one little thing. It was like, why would they be centering something like this? You know? So it's interesting because that, like you say, it builds that intrigue. And then the more lands is, is it definitely builds intrigue there because it does make a lot of sense. And you're not going into, you know, the, 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 uh, the darker cult or the Illuminati or control yep. or anything like that. You can even, money's a good one as well. Everybody understands money. There's financial aspect to this as well. How much are they getting a day now? 80 million a day. Yep. People can resonate with that. So I usually start with money or, or you know, or, 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 or more land, hidden land. Yeah. Yeah. Again, the hidden land, because that's the thing. The people are programmed with fantasies. They're already programmed with fantasies of distant worlds and, and spacecrafts coming from trillions of miles away and, and all this stuff. The sun's 93 million miles away. It's all fantasy. It's all bull. All of that is bull- horse shit. It's not even bullshit. It's horse shit. So when they're already programmed with nothing but fantasies, they already have a fantasy mind. Why not play into their fantasy mind and say, look, you can still have that fantasy mind. That's why I love Tanner Stewart. The way he words things with, you could still have your Star Wars. You could still have your Star Trek. You could still have that. We don't have to take that away from you. We don't have to take away your spacecrafts. You're just confused about the reality of everything that you love. Everything you love is still here on a flat plane. It could definitely still be here on a flat plane. Um, and that makes people, they can give up their ball at that point because they can still have that fantasy of Star Wars, right? In a sense. So, but then you, again, you bring them back to the reality of our, our true plane, Earth, stationary. There's no test proving that there's, there's movement. 
Um, there's a million ways to go about it, but I've tried from every single angle. I want to tell everybody listening, I, every angle I've tried to wake people up. My resume goes back to 2015. So you can look, I've tried every angle. There's, there's no a, better there's angle. angle. There's, there's just no angle better angle, Alex. There's, there's a new no. angle that I heard today. Uh, this comes from Chris Crum from a channel called Don't Follow Crum. He said, "Yeah, he I know Crum. I met Crum. Yeah, yep. yeah, he's a great guy. Great guy. I, I, would, I really like him." And he was saying today on the Mellow Dome, he was saying his approach now is to tell people not to look into it. He said, "Don't look into this. It will fuck your life up." I tried to prove it, and I, I couldn't prove the globe. And now my life is like I just—I'm so fucked up. I'm and just really intriguing them by that way. Wow, this thing has really got him. It's like. Do not look into flat. Do not look here. It will fuck you up. You try and prove the globe. You cannot do it. So that's an interesting angle. He says he's having some, 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 some success by using that technique. I'm going to try it. Like, do not look into this. It will fuck you up. <laughs> it's a good approach. And I, I respect that because as flat earthers, we, we have those moments in life where we're like, what else can I do? What else can I say? How else can I wake someone up? How, what else am I supposed to do here? So he found his path. Every single human being on earth that is in a trance can be unhypnotized and unbrainwashed differently. Not, no, one, no hundred brainwashed people in a room are going to be out of it out of their trance uh, hypnosis uh, from the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's why Everyone's we have such a plethora of, of, of creative souls in, in this community. For some people, it'll be music. For some people, it'll yeah. be talking head. For some people, it'll be a five-minute TikTok video. Yep. For some people, it'll be a four-hour interview. For some, for some people, it'll be one of your movies. Yep. So I love that we're all creating, we're all contributing to all these different people that have different ways of waking up. Could be just something as simple as one line in one song. So, uh, no, I love the creativity in, the, in this movement and uh, we, we need more of it. Um, that's the sad thing that I don't see many, you know, musicians and creative people putting out music because uh, music is really, really powerful. But there's just I mean, there's some music out there. I've never seen anything that's really blown me away. And there's a there's a couple of three tracks that I really like. But I mean, I'm always going to have a, a love affair with the music being the thing that can wake people up. And I know it can. So I want to see more of that. You want to see more filmmakers, you know? And, uh, yes. No, I agree. I, I you know, uh, there needs to be more musicians like you that are putting truth out there. Have you ever uh, made a song or at least attempted in your mind to like, maybe I should make a COVID song, an anti-COVID song. Or do you look at that as like, that'll, they'll just cancel all my shit by coming out with anti Well, I kind of did. I, I, I did a song called Big Farmer. It was really not about COVID. Well, it was kind of about COVID. It was about Big Farmer and the vaccines. And um, I put in some, some lyrics there that I thought would uh, avoid the algorithms. And it did from an audio standpoint, but the visuals I was displaying were like vaccine injuries, people shaking in their beds, and it was quite horrific, really. And that video stayed up for about a year, and then YouTube took it off. So I think there wasn't an algorithmic element to that. I think somebody complained, so there was definitely a human element to that. So then I had to re-upload it to the channel again with all the bits blurred out and pixelated, and the uncensored version still on my on my website. So you've got to be a little bit careful when with the music, but you know, as long as I can, you know, I, I might continue to do more comedy stuff because I can get away with more. Yep. with comedy if you say it with a nudge and a wink and a laugh and a little catchy chorus and a, a funny hat and a pair of shades or whatever or you know just become a character then those people that just think it's a character in comedy like jim brewer's audience some of it just say, oh it's just comedy he's just joking about that 
those are the people I don't want to I don't want to reach. They'll enjoy it on a particular level, but I know the critical thinkers will see, holy shit, that makes sense. That makes sense. Look at the visuals there. It could be just one little seed. Like I have referred to my albums as bags of seeds. Like this album is literally a bag of seeds, you know. It, it should wake up, you know, even a sleeping elephant, really. But there will always be that class of people that would just see it as a catchy song or, you know. But, you know, we can't wake up everybody, but I think we're doing a damn good job of it. Yeah, man. And you're doing a great job of it. Um, you just got to keep rocking and rolling. Are you working on anything in the near future? Do you want to talk about? Well, I mean, on that vein, I've done so many songs where I've tried to wake people up. Look what's happening. Look what's happening. Like real, like quite disturbing visuals. This is what's happening. This is what's happening. And so I've got a catalog now of all of these songs, like wake the fuck up songs. They basically are all seeds. Now, do I continue to do that with song after song after song after song? Or am I kind of flogging a dead horse in a way? So maybe I might be taking a little bit of a direction musically. Instead of making songs like, wake the fuck up, this is what's happening, You're they're lying to you. Maybe I should be making more songs of like, more solutions. This is what you should be doing. Like, you know, turn off the television, maybe start growing your own food, you know, and uh, look at health differently, you know, consider what you put in your body, these kinds of things, more, more of a positive vibe to my music rather than those angry songs that I made when I was going through COVID, like, I told you so. It's like, <laughs> you know, there's a great song, but yeah. it's still quite an angry song. So I'm, I'm kind of ch chilling out a little bit and mellowing out a little bit. So in the future, I might be making more songs that, um, I, I don't know, a little bit more of a higher vibration that offer more solutions. That would sure. be Sure, good... I'll give you some of uh, just uh, uh, artist to another artist's advice on, on uh, a mission of a song. And for me, it would be that we're, we're winning this war. To me, there's nothing more powerful than, than having consciousness here that we are winning this war and you could take that how you want and word it how you want and 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 utilize that how you want i i get no credit i don't want any credit for that but i would pray and hope that there are there is a song out there i know jimmy levy made something similar to that or there, there's maybe a few others independent artists that that will go out and make songs like that but i feel like we need a chant we need to that's how consciousness shifts. I feel like that's why Michael Jackson was one of the worst targeted people in, in all the mainstream because it was songs like We Are the World and Man in the Mirror. And that's billions of people consciously yeah, yeah. singing but things. But Marley, the same, right? Get up, stand up, stand up for your rights, right? Do you know? Um, <laughs> yeah. So as soon as you start to put out messages of peace and love and yep. unity and you have an influence, then there's a bit of a problem there because you do become a bit of a target. So yep. is that a worry of mine? I don't know. I don't think I'll ever get, you know, ever have that much influence. But it's always in the back of my mind that if I start singing about, you know, all you need is love. <laughs> See you later, Lennon. Right? Well, you know what? I do feel as if we are protected, man. Um, I've always said that about people like us. And when people look at the crazy world we live in and say, well, the elite, whatever you call them, the Illuminati, the, the rulers, the governments, the whatever, you know, I hear it all the time. Watch your back. You know, be careful out there, Hibbler. You got a, you got a bullseye now. You, you, are you sure you want to go through with this? You, you better be careful and yeah, watch this. That. Watch, especially when I did the Jimmy Kimmel challenge for the trafficking with Joe Bauman and we went to the Oscars. We went to Kimmel's Masonic studio. We're out there with cameras. We're back in his backdoor calling for him come on jimmy motherfucker we know you're on the list where is he i don't give a fuck dude there's no fear because if you want to control your world if you want to manifest heaven on earth per se you have to live it 
You have to speak it. You have to walk, walk the walk and talk the talk. And I think that people like us are protected at all times by our creator and our universe because we're in a war. This is a spiritual awakening. Um, we are the soldiers. So you can't march with fear and you have to march with no fear. Once you march with no fear, you kind of realize, I've realized along the way, I'm not saying that this is 100%, guys. I'm not that naive, but I do feel as if, and I said it many times, that they can't break the laws of the universe. They abide by the laws of the universe too, the elite. They cannot harm you. They can't harm us, and they won't. But they will harm people that are whistleblowers because whistleblowers, and I mean even low-key whistleblowers, like you might not think Chester from Lincoln Park was a whistleblower, but to them he was because he was a part of a record label. He was a part of an oath. He was a part of contracts that he can't talk about trafficking. He can't raise awareness for stuff like that. He might not even have known it was in the contract, but it, it probably was. There's probably oaths and contracts with all these people that blood, whatever you want to call it, if you start doing stuff against the agenda, we can harm you because it, our hands are washed. You signed. So we're not breaking the law of the universe anymore by harming you and taking you out. You broke your contract. As we know, Masons have contracts too, off with the head, right? So yeah. I just look at it as, because people are like, oh, what about the girl from, I think it was Vax or something. Oh, she got suicided. She worked for Big Pharma. That's a contract. That is an oath that we don't even know about. And to them, they broke, you broke the oath. Yeah. Get rid of them. But for people like us, and this, I might be naive to people for saying this, but people like us, Alex, we are actually protected. And they know that. And they can't come in and harm us. We are untouchable. And I think once people can have that mentality, then the world can change. There's no more fear. I think people like us have to get rid of all the fear and go all in at all times. We are in a live exercise war. Our life can end any time. They can do anything. They, you know, the elite can drop drop missiles on us and everyone freaks out about stuff. And then, then go all in. Am I right? Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, losing the fear is, is, is a, an essential part of human growth. Once you do that, uh, then, then, then there's no stopping you, is it? So I think we should uh, get it funded. Let's let's dr let's uh, grow some balls and go to the North Pole. That's what yeah. I think. <laughs> yeah, you know what? And I think that that might actually be easier to try to accomplish than than going past the 60th parallel. Um, I think it is easier to accomplish, and I think the reason that there has been no truth-minded independent explorer to go do that um, is because most well let's just call it the you know most the masses of the world you go hey you want to go to north pole hey we're going to the north pole you want to get on we're going to go to the north pole they're like no it's for what cold there is nothing yeah. but ice <laughs> yeah i don't want to die it's frozen it's just a sheet of ice and actually it's not a sheet of ice anymore it's just water on google earth they take everything off now apparently all the land masses all the ice it's just water now so you know let's go see those magical oceans our creator has created let's go pass over there um, I'm definitely losing the fear I'm, I'm definitely slowly slowly more and more losing. i'm not fear of death i'm not afraid of dying or anything like that and i, I would i would like to think that in my lifetime that i may you know, if, if the funding's there and I've got some support and there's a bunch of guys like you that are all, all willing to just give it a try, you know, just by going as far north as possible and putting a drone in the air and it's been funded, I'm up for that because I'm, you know, I would love to do something like that in my lifetime rather than just spend the rest of my life in this studio trying to help. I'm, I'm, I would love to do something that really 
matters, you know, that really fucking matters, you know. And like you say, once you lose that fear, I mean, I haven't sworn any oaths to anyone, so I'm not going to be pissing anybody off. And if the, if the creator is looking over us, then then why not? We just need the money and we need the balls. And the people like me and you have got the balls, but we ain't got the fucking money, though, have we? No, not the money. We have the balls, not the money. The money, again, I look at it from this standpoint, as naive as this is, if every truther that follows us, God, I got 90-something thousand followers on YouTube. Uh, you got uh, a lot of followers on different platforms. I got 30,000, 40,000 on Rockfin. Just if all are, just me and you, literally, just my followers and your followers, we're not big, but we have followers. If every follower of ours gave us a dollar. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? Well, I mean, for that funding is the point. Yeah. So it's not a stretch, meaning people get like, oh, you're going to have a GoFundMe again, Hibbler? They can't do that because it's like the requirement is not even $2. It's $1, meaning mandatory, only $1 donations. Uh, I think we get uh, over 100,000 of those people uh, based on just our audiences alone, if we could set something up that way. But I do think it's possible that um, us in the community can get together and raise awareness and, and ask for, again, when I, when I do it, I do it that way on purpose because no one's going to hurt from the dollar. $1? You know what? If you can watch our stream that we're asking for the dollar that means you have an internet bill so that means you probably can afford one more dollar because if your internet bill added a dollar you wouldn't even notice and you'd pay it so there's that extra dollar for us but my point is is that if we can get it together where everyone can donate there's definitely a way we'd have to i mean i'd like to you know include dave weiss in this because he's got great ideas with stuff like that and um there's there's eric dubay if he would would do it and help. I mean, there anyone, anyone, anyone that wants to, that would want to be involved with something this life changing can be involved. I know Santo would do anything he could to be involved. Yeah. So, um, you know, I feel like it's very possible. I think it's a good idea. I'm glad we talked today because, you know, I actually, I'm going to probably as soon as I'm off, I'm going to look uh, at, you know, what's the most Northern destination? What's the most Northern hotel? or airbnb anything i don't know norway i don't know where it would be it'll, but- be it'll be interesting to see just going there as well and just finding out the general vibe of the place if there's any folklore about people actually trying these journeys because you yeah, that sort of stuff will get hidden just going around those places and talking to people to see if there is a, a kind of you know uh, a mythology about you know people that have tried it or or you know just getting a just going there and getting a vibe for the place would be a good idea just doing a, a, a recce or whatever you a recreational and just getting a vibe for the area and seeing if it is possible and just uh i don't know it is a fantasy but i would love to be a part of something like that even if i can just be a part of the soundtrack i'd be happy <laughs> no i won't let you settle for just that you gotta come <laughs> but i'm coming I do think that in terms of, uh, uh, I keep saying GoFundMe, everyone hates them, crowdfund, whatever the new one is. In terms of a crowdfunding process, um, you know, three, I would say three to four drones and then the flights and the hotels and whatever. You got to find a drone that can go, I mean, can we get a drone that can go a thousand miles or a That's my point. That's the difficult part and losing that drone a thousand miles later and it's, can never return or they shoot it down. There's someone over there. Their we, need a kamikaze, to... we need a kamikaze flat earth pilot. That's what we need. <laughs> <laughs> I do know a flat earth pilot. He was going to be involved in, in level with me and, and it, the universe would not allow it. They wouldn't allow him to go up. Every time he wanted to go up and film for me, 
He would schedule it. They'd, he'd go there. They'd say, sorry, bad weather today. See you next week. It, it happened mm. 11 times in a row, and he couldn't do it. But we're planning for next year to possibly do something. But I know that he'd be down. I'm, not, I'm never going to say his name um, be, because of you know just privacy. But um, I, in terms of reality, I know he would be down to help. That's all I'm going to say. I know that he's a fearless uh, man and he's he wants to change the world. Um, doesn't mean that by being anonymous, he's a he, oh you're not changing the world if you're anonymous. Yeah, you can. You can still change the world if you're anonymous. And he would help. Is the point. Um, so there you go. We got a pilot. I know he's got a four seater, five seater at least. So it's just be a couple of us and we'll go. <laughs> but wow. in terms of my research, I don't want to be magnetically sucked into a mountain. So maybe not. Um, but I think if we do our due diligence in the flat earth community is a, a giant one, we could find an actual strategic way to figure that out and go and go do something life changing, groundbreaking. Um, you know, just ch- just change the world, man. By, I'm by some footage, I'm, ex- I'm excited just at the idea of it. And even if it just becomes a, a journey to like the most furthest northern land you can find, just to get a vibe and just the, the sense of you know, uh, and, and trying to map it out in some kind of way, it's going to take a lot of it's going to take a lot of research. But you know, why can't we start here with just this conversation and, and yep. get that fire started? Um, because there's something there. I'm convinced of it. There's something there. I'd love to see it in my lifetime. I really would. It's something I want. It's my bucket list. It's something I want to see before I die. Even if it's just the Northern Lights from a distant perspective, you know, I would just like to get that close to know that there's something magical and see what I feel in terms of energy, in terms of, you know, in, in terms of divinity, in terms of enlightenment, just getting that close to what I believe is, 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 is a divine place would be something magical to experience. And I would love to have that on my bucket. I would love to tick that off my bucket list before I go. So maybe in uh, when I'm starting to age a little bit, I'm like, now's your time. Now's, now's, your, now's time. your time. <laughs> and you know, as we both know, God works in mysterious ways. So who knows? Um, I look at it like this. Like when me and Tanner went to the scientific balloon center, that was random. We, we drove, we knew they were in Palestine, Texas. We drove there. Well, we knew that there was, they're not launching balloons this week. We looked on the website. We knew there was nothing going to happen. But because we went there that day, that time, that moment, and we were going to go the next day is the point. Now we had a beeline, uh, befriend, you know, we befriended that guy and got some information out of him. That, that would have never happened if we didn't leave at that exact time and we didn't show up at that exact time. So I don't look at that as coincidence. I don't look at going to Florida and it just so happens that today there's an astronaut sitting down to talk to people. And I'm like, oh shit, Justin, let's get mic'd up. Oh shit. Yeah. It's the universe. To me, man, there's no coincidences with that. And the point of me bringing those stories up is you get all of us or even a handful of us to the North pole or to the closest hotel we can and figure something out. I do believe and feel now, now speaking, that the universe and our creator will lead us to something. There will be something there for us to go and figure out. And I think that the creator would help us get to that point because we're soldiers of the creator, right? We're soldiers. We're doing the work in human form to um, get this world out of darkness and shed light on the world and, and bring beauty in heaven on earth again. And I don't think it will come without adversity. I mean, if you look at the tale of the smoky God, you know, the Norwegian guy and his son, 
they traversed these incredible, you know, difficult waters and, you know, they were given their challenges and adversities, but, you know, they persisted, whether that's mythology or true. I, I, I err on the side of, you know, that that's a real story. But, yes. you know, once the, once they faced the, the, the stormy waters, so to speak, they found this incredible place. You know, you have to get through that adversity first, that get through those those difficult times and keep pursuing. And that's when the creator looks down and goes, this guy fucking means it. Let's 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 shine a little light on him, you know. Well, and think about it from from just the modern standpoint of of today versus then. There's no way someone's going to tell me that otherwise. We have better boats now than Smoky God did, right? We have better technology in boats and safer boats and faster boats and boats that can handle more. If Smoky God had a little, you know, I, I envision a little boat, little canoe looking fucking thing or something, <laughs> yeah, you know, back then, I don't know. Shit, yeah, yeah. No, I'm not saying they didn't have nice ships back then. I'm sure that, I mean, again, you look at the false history, they had better I mean, airships. They had better technology, they had free energy. Was, they were better off than us. So I'm not going to act like they couldn't have had something awesome back then. They, It's probably hidden. But in terms of reality, in my mind, I'm thinking, you know, he was just in a little boat and he went. So we'd be able to get something better. Oh, I forget about that expense. See, this is what I'm talking about with the crowdfunding. It's like, now we got to get a boat, right? So it's like, it's like <laughs> it, it just, it, uh, you know, it, it never ends. But I know that if we did set something up like this in a serious way, in a realistic manner, the crowdfunding will be funded. And I know we both know that. This is an important, this isn't, and no offense to my own art and creativity. It's, this isn't uh, just a film. And I appreciate every donation for a film and the films are important. And that's why you guys helped. It's the only reason it got done is because you know it's important to get these films out. So 20K for a film, I appreciate it. But you know, this would be a huger, way bigger budget, but I do think it'd be met with, with more grace than even a film because this is life-changing, monumental, holy shit, guys, they're gonna go try to do this. I think everyone could give a dollar at that point that gives a shit. And I think there's millions of people that give a shit. So I'm gonna end on this. Alex, I want you to tell my audience where they can find you, where they can follow you, where they can support you. All right, thanks, yeah. Uh, well, my online handle, if you want to call it that, is Conspiracy Music Guru. Three words, Conspiracy Music Guru. I know it's a bit of a mouthful, but it does kind of describe what I do. Guru really means teacher or guide. I'm kind of guiding people through the world of conspiracy using music. It's that simple. I do so many different genres of music as well. So it's not just country. There's reggae, there's folk, there's blues, there's uh, heavy metal. There's, I've, I've, I've covered so many genres and I want to do more. So if you go into YouTube and type those three words in conspiracy music guru, you'll find my videos. That's a great place to start because you'll see all the visuals and they're very entertaining. And if you want to look further into what I do, look in the description, you'll see all of my links. So three words, conspiracy music guru. All right, conspiracy music guru, Mr. Alex Michael, thank you for coming on the Hibbler Effect. Thanks to my audience. Please go support conspiracy music guru and please uh, give us some comments. I mean, we had a lot of topics we talked about today, specifically the North Pole towards the end here. I want to know everyone's response to that. Do you think it's possible? Do you think it's something that we can realistically pull off? What's your what's your ideas on that? What's your thoughts? Maybe some of them in the audience, they know of a hotel. They know of a destination. They know how this is possible. Um, please shoot me email or DM or just a comment on the Rockfin here about uh, your thoughts on that. But I want to thank everyone for joining us on the Hitler Effect, and we will see you next week. Take care, guys.